This is a crowd podcast. In terms of that, it is quite similar to boxing, but I think boxing is harder. Are you thinking you might have a bout? I've been sparring. Have you dropped anyone yet? Fabregas Genius then, who's winning that? Declan Rice versus Deli Ali. What colour are your shorts? Who was the hardest player at Arsenal during your time? Let's get on with it. I'm George. He's Deck. Hello. It's the George Groves Boxing Club. Happy Friday, Deck. It's Friday. No, we do that every time, don't we? The point is, it's Friday, George. We're back with seeing stars, aren't we? Um, after it's Friday. I'm still on a high from Wednesday's episode. What a banger that was. And that was football-centric. So we're going we're gonna to keep that going today on, in our seeing stars episode. But we've had some listener comments, George, haven't we? All comments right here are left underneath our brand new visual trailer. One comment was from Neil.long15. Love the podcast absolutely brilliant what's great is he's called Neil Long but that's short and sweet <laughs> Ian The Chapel's been in touch as well he said I wish I had a fiver for every time Frotch mentions 80,000 great podcast lads that's a bit of a stitch up that because on the visual podcast the one pit of Frotch we used is the bit where he mentions 80,000 but he did so you know as soon as he said it would be remiss for us not to include that in the old visual trailer people will question if it was even Carl Frotch if that wasn't the clip we used I think it was due to looky likey or something speaking of 80 80,000, Mark Knee has been in touch. So much to go out here. First of all, Mark Knee, that's like what happens if you fall over. You mark your knee. But also, isn't, don't you say, <laughs> don't you say Mark Knee? Like, Knee is when you're, that's like your maiden name, isn't it? Ain't that a film? Mark Knee and Me or something? Is it, it's a love film, isn't it? With a dog or something? That's I don't know. Marley. That's so tenuous. Anyway, Mark. Best drinking game. Listen to the podcast and every time Frotch name dropped a celeb or said 80,000, I drank. I was fucking shit-faced. Crying, laughing, face emoji. Mark Knee. No wonder you bloody mark your knee. Blind drunk from the uh, from his drinking game. I might give it a go. Samuel G. Samuel the G. Best boxing podcast bar none. Cracking work, guys. No one argues with Samuel and no one would argue with that statement. It's just boom, there. Wow, lovely stuff. I think I think that's enough listener interaction and we've built our egos up enough. I wonder if Samuel G, Mark Nee, Ian Chappell, Neil Long are into football because it's been football flavoured this week and we're about to get our most decorated footballer in the GGBCFC, aren't we, right now? He's had a fantastic career and when we found out he loves his boxing, we had to get him on. Didn't half make me feel old though. I remember when he was a teenager breaking through at Arsenal. He's now, he works in the coaching staff. He's the under-18s manager. Still imagine him as like the 17-year-old bloke running around with his tongue out. Jack Wilshire footballer turned boxer, much like Curtis Woodhouse. We'll have a bit of that, won't we? Let's get him in. Let's get him on. Today, it's a big day, Deck. It is a big day. Former Arsenal and England midfielder, Jack Wilshere. And the rest. Jack, thanks for coming on the podcast, mate. You have actually joined our boxing club now. I have no pleasure. Thanks for having me, guys. But you're boxing now. That's why That's why mm. you're on. Mm. You've been, yeah. I've, I've seen sneak peeks in boxing training. How's that going? How did that come about? I always enjoyed boxing, watching it, watching you. Um, and it fascinated me, like the training, because unfortunately I was injured a lot in my career. Um, and part of the rehab now and then, like we do, we do fitness training, like boxing, no technique, nothing, just purely fitness. And I used to always, 
always like hate it because I thought I was so bad at it. I didn't know where to put my hands or anything. So I started, when I retired, I thought I'm going to have a little go at it. Like it's a better way. Like I started doing 5Ks and stuff like that. And it's not for me. Like I hated it. I hate 5Ks. So I thought I need to find a better way that I enjoy of staying fit. Um, and there's a gym near me called the Fit Factory. Um, the Evangelo Brothers, you know them? Yeah. Chris is, is like my coach. Is um, he? Yeah. 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 So I went down there, done a bit of pad work with him. Um, really enjoyed it. Felt like I was getting better and started sparring and it's, it can be all shapes and sizes as well so I remember the first one it was like this guy who was like six foot two and I'm thinking how am I going to get anywhere near him and did then, then and did you, nah, well Chris, Chris, Chris was telling me yeah to get inside yeah. and I couldn't I couldn't I'm not that good yet but Chris man like seeing him fight like it was unbelievable like yeah, I see him like on the speedball a few times and I can I can never do that like, I can't get that I can't get the rhythm of the speedball and I just see him and then like I see him spiral with, with another guy and I just thought wow like that's a different level man I, I can't get anywhere near that you imagine going down to a little a local club and they're like right sparring today you're just going to spar this guy and it's fucking Jack Wilshire yeah. <laughs> you'd be like hold on a sec wait a sec that's going to spin me do you know what I had, a, I had a funny story actually because the first time I went sparring right as I said got head guard on yeah and a yeah, yeah 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 everything yeah, yeah. there was this guy six foot two so I was up against him for like two minutes 90 seconds whatever it was didn't get anywhere near him and I'm thinking I'm so far off it like the next guy anyway next guy comes in he's a bit shorter than me I think oh here we go I have a little round of him catch him a few times think, oh, this is really good anyway the, the session finishes about an hour late he comes over to me and he goes oh, I can have a picture with you I'm like yeah of course no problem I'm looking at him and I'm going how old are you mate 16 <laughs> 16 so I just had a fight with a 16 yeah. year old <laughs> and he's like yes I did well yeah. 16 year old Spurs fan I thought that's <laughs> I thought that story was going to go I didn't know you was the famous footballer Jack Wilson yeah, yeah. you're such a good boxer I thought no, 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 didn't say that. Top. Yeah. I thought you were going to say it was Adebayor and he took his head guard off so what we, with these ones Jack out of 10 on the on the scale, ten being like hardcore boxing fan, one being don't care about boxing. Mm. Where'd you land? Eight, eight, nice. yeah, eight. Solid. Is that is that been part of your life since you remember from a kid? Not really as a kid. When I first really get into it, it was probably around you and what's his name, Carl Frock, is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, ten years. Ra- ago. Yeah, around years. that time where yeah. I really started watching it. Then like, I watched the big fights and I, I watched like all the build up and all that. And I'm starting now to like you know like now and then you you chuck on BT Sports, Sky Sports, and there's like a fight on. Mm. Like now I start watching that. And do you feel like you when you watch it now because you've done a bit and you've had a spa and yeah. stuff you watch it differently now, yeah, do yeah you? I'm, I'm, I'll judge him I'm like no nah, he needs to keep his hands up <laughs> <That's> <laughs> good. yeah couldn't hang with the 16 year old that guy yeah <laughs> <laughs> was you able to get to any boxing events while you was playing football? yeah yeah I went to Hay Hay when he ruptured his Achilles who was he at Ben you first fight could yes. have been anyone yeah. that yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> it went every single time yeah. that one was mad though wasn't it because yeah. you, I, I remember I was reporting on that and it went but no one really knew what the score was like at home they probably had a better idea yeah. it's like what's happened here mm. it's, it's like, like his leg went about. floppy yeah. yeah we got here that in 2011 you went to a show yeah. because you got interviewed by yeah. Morgan for yeah. my phone yeah. remember yeah. that yeah. because you said oh, 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 I, I don't remember Arsenal. that but I, remember, I always see that interview and yeah. it's like, I'm because like I'll stay at Arsenal forever yeah 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 I'll stay at Arsenal forever and apparently Sky Sports tried to buy the video really? and all that yeah any idea what fight that no, was no no clue it wasn't a big fight oh you know what I do remember one of the fighters, I can't remember his name, but it was my brother-in-law now. It's one of his mates. So he's a Greek fella. To be fair, it would have been a big one if you were there. 
Or was it, were you there mm. because it was a mate of you? Yeah, was, I was there because of the mate. Okay. So Frank Warren is a huge Arsenal fan. So, is he? Yeah. yeah, so I don't know. He's if got he a would, box. If it was one of his shows who'd be excited mm. for you to be there. So you say you did no boxing training, just a little bit at the at the club. Yeah. Because some clubs do, like, they do get proper coaches in boxing-wise and do a bit. I, mean, I don't know. We didn't. We literally done it, like, as part of a hit session. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. it be 20 seconds on, 10 off, whatever yeah. it was. No technique, nothing, just hitting a bag. So it, it says here you were at Dylan White against Joseph Parker. Yes. You you were there yes can you remember it i can because dylan white trainer uh, at the time would have been mark tibbs I think. yeah he yes. was friend i was at west ham at the time he was friends with mark noble yeah so noble sorted us out and we went down there that i remember actually that fight like and it was the chisora takam yeah like them two just going at it like in the corner yeah. and i was like ringside <laughs> as well and they're just smashing each other i think wow now that you're retired do you have to keep yourself in check because like or keep yourself fit i should say mm. because you're coaching the guy at the footballers are they eyeing you up still and then is it is that when the boxing um c sort of came in you said you yeah. know, I wasn't a fan of the 5k so don't blame me for that mm. the players would be the first one to tell me if i put on weight by the way <laughs> so i can't do that i can't have that yeah and then like i said the 5Ks, man, they were just killing me. And I always thought, like, when I was playing, so you probably had it when you had um, time off or off-season, like, always in the back of your head, if you're on a sun lounge or you're on holiday, you're thinking, I need to do something here because if you don't, you're just going to fall off the off the boat and you're never going to catch up again. So I always, like, look forward to when I was going to retire, I always thought, yeah, that's going to go. Like, I, don't, I won't worry about being fit or nothing, but I still have it and it kills me. So I, then I had to find something that I like. And, yeah, boxing was... I didn't know whether I would like it. Uh, I always thought I would. But yeah, I love it. Like, I just want to get better. That's what it is. I just want to get better. Is there any similarities that you've got in the training you're doing for football uh, or boxing? Is there any mindset the same, mm. different? Are you just as competitive yeah. with boxing as yeah. with football? Yeah, so I've got a friend of mine and this, no banter, this friend is six foot six and he's like me, never boxed before. He was a goalie actually at Arsenal, got released, didn't work out for him. He's now an agent actually. But he comes boxing with me as well and we just get in the ring. Like So we'll do a session, pad session, whatever it is and then we'll get in the ring and spar at the end. And obviously he's massive. Six, six. But yeah, and he's my mate as well. So when he hits me, like that's where I struggle. Like, I'm thinking, oh, I just want to kill him <laughs> and I'll just go after him. <laughs> Nothing gets through goalkeeper. He's got no. tight defence, yeah? He's six for six. So I'm like jumping to hit him. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Always come out straight away first round, low blow friend or not really take the wind out of them and then you can enjoy the rest of the spa <laughs> that's a top tip <laughs> that is <laughs> how um, applicable is the fitness to football and boxing because it's playing central midfield kind of mm. similar my game is quite similar right so mm. I was seen as like an explosive midfielder like I wasn't really quick I wasn't really one who's going to be box to box but I had the ability like over 10 metres or 10 yards whatever just to get away from someone so in, in terms of that it is quite similar to boxing but I think boxing is harder you know like even on the pads I thought wow this is hard on the on the bag this is hard but then when someone's throwing a punch at you it's even harder and you got to move and yeah I think it's harder you're moving at someone else's pace aren't you when, yeah and you your game as a footballer was it was all on your turn yeah wasn't it? yeah that's true is that the, do you think that's that's a big difference yeah and and as well right? I played football my whole life so I was comfortable and I knew like what moment I could use someone's body or get close to them and then this is completely new to me so I'm finding out sort of what type of boxer I am and what works for me mm. any injuries I'll get the odd like sore knuckles or something but nothing bad yet how many injuries have you had dislocated shoulder probably the worst broke my jaw a couple what of while times. fighting yeah how did that happen you threw a punch just punched it out of his socket I think 
unless yeah, it's it, Eubank in the last round, wasn't it? Yeah, unle- unless I must have had a tear or something going into the mm. fight. It's pretty tough for a boxer to dislocate the shoulder, but mm. footballers, when what would be what be the injury that's horrible for a footballer? It's got to be them. anything under. It's normally like the, the knees. Down, yeah? It's normally the knees, and it my, uh, To be fair, saying that all the injuries I had, my knees are fine because my ankles. Like you always think, well, when you get injured, you always think, what's worse? Like people with knees or with ankles. And for me, obviously I didn't do money, so I'm a bit biased towards ankles. But for me, like it was never the same. Like, you know, like when it's cold, like, so I had pins in it, metal in it. So when it's cold, like it's worse. And even now, like even when I'm coaching, you still get them times where it's like, stiff. You see fighters with bad ankles and they'd wear like the low cut boot. I'm like, wear a, wear a high boot and give you a lot more support. Is it common in boxing to hurt your ankles as well? Doesn't happen every week, mm. but well, never as bad as that. But mm. yeah, it can it can happen. How's your ankle held up then, boxing? I mean, it gets stiff. Are you orthodox southpaw? Orthodox. And your it was your left ankle with the pins in? No, right. Okay, so there's a lot of rotation yeah. through that. Yeah, but it's all right. It's all right. Yeah. How often are you in the in the gym? Don't know. Like I go through spells. I'm a bit like that with my training. Where I just have like a three weeks. So I think now nah, I don't need to do it, and then I'll get back on it. So you've been sparring. Have you dropped anyone yet? No. Does it ever get heated? You can tell he wants to. It gets heated between me and my mate, but he's six foot six, so it'd be difficult to put him down. Um, or you tell me differently. Well, it can be. I don't know. See what his chin's like. <laughs> catch him, yeah. Catch him, go catch under him the shot, um, off that off that back leg. The other stuff is like it's not full full on. Do you know what I mean? Or for me, it hasn't been because I'm in a ring with people I don't know, and I don't want to start like. So the goal is around. to land. Maybe not land heavy, but you don't want to take no no think, How easy is it to put someone down when they're wearing a helmet thing? Yeah, it's, it's it still it? happens. Yeah. yeah, 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 it's happened to me. You will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you've been, yeah, you, you, you know, I've dropped a fair few people sparring, but mm-hmm. we used to spar hard. Yeah, so like yeah. Usually when it's, like, if you're not actually a com- competitive boxer or a professional boxer, you spar light, even mm. if you're just spar light. I thought you were going to say, yeah, I, I iced two dudes last I week. Nearly, yeah. I nearly, nearly with a 16-year-old, but <laughs> no. <laughs> I actually did catch him. He's probably the best one I've caught. No one's landed anything heavy on you yet? I've been hit and like in the spar, I've been thinking, right, I can't get near him now. Just have to dance around him because if he hits me again, that's going to hurt. So I've been shocked, I'd say. <laughs> Are you thinking you might have a bout? I was actually thinking about this and I was talking to Chris. Um, like they do white collar yeah. stuff. But it, it'll have to be right. It'll have to be right. Imagine if I get like a Tottenham fan. Jack Wilshire. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah that you're like You want to kill target. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. First of all, I'm interested in this. Were there any rows at the training ground? You must have seen over the years in the dressing room, it gets heated. Mm. Can you tell us anything? Yeah. Go on. When I was 16, right, I was in and around the team. I weren't playing, so I was traveling with the team. And this was, I remember it, it was Aston Villa away and it was Boxing Day because I remember traveling up on Christmas Day. I was 16 thinking, that's it, Christmas is finished for me. And it was William Gallas and Colo Torre and them two after the game were proper going out in they the shower. They half together at the yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. Remember when Gallas went mental? Sorry to Yes, remember, Birmingham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Birmingham. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I weren't around the team then. That yeah. was before me, but I remember watching that. Whoa, how bad does that get? And then how do you patch those things up? Or it it just... never, I've never seen it get to blows. Like, yeah. I've never seen anyone hit each other, but like grab each other and push each other and aggressively. At the, all the clubs that you played for, what was the like tensest? Or was it all... West Ham probably. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Just because of the culture, I think, yeah. and the stakes. Yeah, like we were fighting relegation, but there was more English, you know. And with, it, with English people, I find... Like, and I, I love it. Like, I call it a set to your face policy. Like, if any, I don't care what anyone says to me as long as they say it to my face. Mm. And English people are like that, especially footballers. Like, like they'll, they'll just dig each other out on the football pitch or like call them out saying, why aren't you doing that? Why aren't you doing that? Whereas I played in teams where it's a little bit like, mm, no one's going to say anything, which I just prefer straight set to your face. And then you can deal with it. You can either have a row or you can accept it and move on. Mm. Would you say over the course of your career, it got less heated? 
that's interesting, right? Because I spent my early years, well, most of my career at Arsenal. So when I went to West Ham was later on in my career. And that's probably where I found it a little bit more fiery, a little bit more tense. But that was probably a little bit around the situation as well. So what we need, if you could have any fight, say you were going to do a white collar, right? Yeah. And you ain't got a, you're not picking a punter, you're going to pick a footballer. Mm. That could be someone you played. In fact, it could be anyone. Mm. Just needs to be a professional footballer. Yeah, I'd like to do it with someone who who I know. You know Aaron Cresswell? Yeah. Play with him. I can always remember him sort of floating around the, the training ground, sort of like putting his hands up, pretending to fight people. I think I'd like to have a go. He's a similar height to me as well, yeah, similar weight. Fight. Yeah, it would sell. Yeah, as long as we get some trash talk. Yeah. So that's what I was wondering. If you, if you're buddies, then maybe it doesn't sell. Nah, nah. I'll hammer so, him. Yeah. I'll hammer everything to do with him. His <laughs> mum, everything. Go for it. <laughs> I was like, well, you were already there. Yeah. Mum, yeah. I was just like, anything up the sleeve, you're ready to, yeah. to drop yeah, on his mum's getting it. Do I, feel, I feel a tournament coming on there, right? So we've already got Gallas against Torre. We've got Wilshire against Cresswell, right? What we need from you is two other quarterfinals. Do you know who I always remember being fired up? Fabregas. And he like hates Tottenham, doesn't he? He does. And then someone from that era who hates Arsenal, I don't yeah, know, maybe another, like a Jermaine Genus. Yeah, another central midfielder. Yeah. So probably had a, that's a good one. I reckon Genus could go. In fact, I think he does some boxing training, Genus. Yeah, he's in good he shape. Does, does he? So we've got one more quarterfinal to go. I want to say someone like Declan Rice, but... He's that. tall. Yeah, but he's tall. He, he, I bet he's hard as well. Yeah. yeah but you got the sparring for a tall fighter as well. Yeah. How about, how about yeah. Rice and someone like Calvin Phillips? So another current England central midfielder. I feel like they're too close though. They're friends, aren't they? See, Deck is like one of the nicest guys in football. So he'll be friends with everyone he, who he knows. So it needs to be someone who he doesn't. Maybe a different generation. Yeah, go on. Declan Rice versus Deli Ali. Okay, who went? So who went? You're going to beat Cresswell easily. Yeah. Galas Torre. Who who won there? Out Galas and Torre. I think Torre wins. Fabregas Genus. Then who's winning that? So I'd love to say Cesc because he's my friend, but yeah. it'd be tough for him. That would it? Mm. So actually, Declan Rice against Deli Ali. Who wins there? Declan. That's I think. a tough one. You reckon? Yeah. So you're going to have to fight him, Wilshire Rice, Ooh. or Rice Wilshire. Be Rice Wilshire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's in the England team. Yeah. Let's start with the other semi. Colo Torre gets Jermaine Genus. I, I think I know who'd win that. Who do you think? Colo. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. What do you yeah, reckon? I agree. Colo's going to win the whole thing. Yeah, you're going to have to <laughs> yeah. fight him in the final, yeah? Yeah, I'll beat Deck. Yeah, you yeah. beat. Okay, so you're going to have to fight. Okay, so he was a well established senior player when you were there, wasn't he? What was it? What was the relationship like with him? No, he was top. Was he it? was really good. Him and Gallas were almost the opposite. Like, he was really supportive, and then Gallas would just hammer you. How would you go about beating him? I'd have to move a lot and rely on my fitness. So I'd have to run around the ring and then just like try and You've get... got a few years on him as well, haven't you? Yeah. What's he now? 40? He's got to be 40, hasn't he? Yeah. This is all over one night as well, yeah? We're doing this like prize, <laughs> prize fight on a... Yeah, yeah, so you've you've each got two two bouts in your legs. Yeah, but how many rounds would that be? Do three rounds. Yeah, like we do three, three, two minutes. Yeah, three, no, three threes. So you've done Cresswell, absolutely wiped the floor of Cresswell, and then you've had a bit of a war of So I'd knock Cresswell out in the first round. Yeah. Oh, fresh then for fresh, the semi. Yeah. Semi would go the distance, I think, because, yeah, yeah he's got like that. mental strength. You know, like them young lads who just got weird strength deck, and he could take a punch, I reckon. And then Galas Colotori, that's going to be fireworks. But it's yeah. two lands They're first, take isn't it? Yeah, they'll get tired as well. Yeah. Get tired quick. And he's going to have to work for Genus as well. So he could be knackered. You might be fresh. Yeah. Maybe you should get him down the Fit Factory and have it with Colo today. <laughs> Jack, what, what are you wearing? Have you have you thought about your attire? What colour are your shorts? Is it It's got to be red and white now. It's got to be red and white. I know I grew up a West Ham fan, but it's Arsenal now. For the right amount of money, would you wear Spurs colours? Maybe even How much? Spurs logo, or you tell me. So say we're doing a bout agreement and they're like, you have to wear Spurs. What's the 
Just Spurs socks. 50 Based mil. Poke up. 50 mil <laughs> for a bit of Spurs merch. This uh, is Tyson Fury negotiating. Yeah. yeah. So out of all the players you played with or against, who do you think would be would have the best boxing career? Do you know someone like Mark Noble? Yeah, I bet. Like, oh, does he ever do His it? longevity, uh, he must have. He's, he's around that scene, so he must have. But like, like, even now I speak to him, he's a sporting director at West Ham and yeah. like, I call him, he's like, yeah, all right, geez, I'll just train with the, the under-18s. I'm like, still training. mate, like, give it up. <laughs> so his longevity, and he was tough as well. Like, now I'm trying to think of like a little bulldog or something. Someone who could take a shot as well, maybe. Yeah. I'll tell you who, Lucas Podolski. Oh, that's such yes. a great show. Yeah. yeah. Who? Uh, what about Wayne Rooney? So yes, Rooney, we know, would. loves his boxing, right? And we've seen him, he got chinned. He got knocked out by Phil Bardsley, Phil didn't Bardsley, he? Phil Bardsley, yeah. Have you seen that? Video? I've seen that. Oh no. my god, it's mad! Yeah. Yeah. You know what's in his mad? Kitchen. Is, yeah, that the video went, like went like got out. Yeah, yeah. Barzi just cleans him out. Yeah. Did they have gloves on when they messed yeah. him out? Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Right, 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 But right. he like he lands on his back, then yeah. he smashes head on yeah. the floor. It's like really mad. Because then the next game, didn't he? He scored yeah, and he done the celebration. Yeah, right. quality. Yeah. So he's a big boxing fan. Yeah, I think so. Who was the toughest opponent? Do you remember Nigel De Jong? When he kicked, um, who was it? Was it Javier Alonso? Yeah, kicked him in the chest. What, um, oh, for for Holland? Yeah, that you played because he wasn't. No, no, he played City. Pro. Yeah, oh Man City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, some then. Uh, and that was that was always probably hard. him. In that team, they had him, Vieira. Who Vieira was a nice guy, but he didn't mess around on the pitch. Carlos Tevez, horrible. Yeah, and there was one <laughs> one more. Who was the one more? I bet with, Tevez could fight. Bellamy, Craig oh, Bellamy. Bellamy. Oof. So that team, that City team was really horrible, wasn't it? Because they think of that as like that was when the money started coming in. Mm. But that's a real hard, hard. Team. Yeah, but then they had like players like Robinho in there yeah. as well, didn't they? I remember Craig Bellamy, right? So played against him. I was only sixteen. It was in the League Cup. Played away at Man City. He was horrible to me the whole game. Anyway, after the game, I wanted his shirt. I was like, I can have your shirt. He gave me. I gave him his. And like, I walked off, and as I turned around, he's cleaning his boots with my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should fight him. Yeah, no. I Want to fight oh, him. didn't he hit someone with a or that yeah. allegedly yeah. someone with a, a golf, golf stick golf club? Yeah. <laughs> oh, he did the celebration as well, didn't he? Yeah. He did no, you know what? Golf. He actually so you know tubes. Yeah. Yeah. So great. You see his golf channel. Yes. Yeah. So he had him on there and they spoke about it. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Who was the hardest player at Arsenal during your time? Per. He weren't in the team then, but we brought him in. He was tough, like demanding. For the listeners, that's Per Mertesacker. Not really a fighter, but very demanding. Big as well. Yeah, massive, six foot seven. Yeah. Podolski was tough, tough in a different way. Like he trained every day. Like if he got kicked or he had a little knock, he'd just get on with it. I always think, was Chesney hard? No, no, no. I lived with him. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, yeah, I lived with him for a year. He was mad, but yeah. he weren't hard. Which of the keepers? I always think keepers are going to be yeah. surely like your mate. Maybe was Lehman there when you were there? Or he, he came back. Oh, okay, he came back and he was. Um, yeah, he'd be hard. The goalies. So I had like. Chesney was in goal, Almunia, do you remember him? Yeah. And then we had David Ospina. Yeah. Remember him? And he was like quite quiet, but I think like he could fight, I think. Like he was like one of them quiet guys who didn't really say much, kept himself to himself. But I think if he went, he could go. Then we had Peter Cech, who was just like the nicest guy in football. Oh, I'll tell you what, when I was at Bournemouth, we had Arta Boric. Oh yeah. Yeah, he was mad. Was he? Yeah. He loved the beer, so when we went out, he would be the wildest. The way he acted like around the training ground, like he just didn't care. He was a nice guy, like, I got on with him well, but he wouldn't take any shit from anyone, like or in training, if someone weren't training properly, he'd just call you out, like from in goal as well. And then manager wise, because George, you had what, you had three trainers in your time? Yep. All very different. Which of your managers do you reckon would have been a good good boxing coach? Like we got here, Owen Coy, he was your manager at Bolton, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. He seemed pretty tough. He was lovable though. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> lovable, tough. Like he was a good man manager. 
He was only slight as well. Yeah. Then we had, then I had Arson. I wouldn't. I mean, I've seen him and Joseph a little bit. Do you remember that? Yeah, he'd be up for it definitely. Yeah, don't underestimate him. Yeah. Mm. Then I had Pellegrini. Uh, West Ham. I had Eddie Howe. Eddie Howe was tough. He'd stick it on you and like demand. I reckon he could have it. Roy Hodgson, Capello. I'd see. Oh yeah. yeah, he could. He might. I had a guy in Denmark called Dave Nilsson, and he was quite tough. I, reckon, I think he could. Like he, his his style of coaching was more motivating. Do you know I mean, they didn't have much like technically, tactically, but he'd motivate. So I don't know. You tell me, George. Like, is that what you would look for in a coach? During a round, you've got like a minute, a yeah. minute to recover, and you want to spend the majority of that recovering. Yeah. So you don't want too much information. You know, it may be one instruction offensively, one instruction defensively, and then yeah. one, one line of encouragement. I think yeah. that's probably about enough. And I always wondered with football because you have multiple coaches, mm. yeah, and the manager is, he's not called the coach, he's the manager. How much coaching does he do? Mm. You know, and obviously you have different positions who might have just totally different coaches. Yeah. And who do you listen to? People come in and out, and it's not really your choice. Like, I can choose who my trainer is, but you can't always choose who your manager yeah. is. Yeah. Did you ever have that? You ain't got a name in anyone. Do you ever have that where your manager just didn't fancy you? Each coach is different right and each manager or coach but I think the way that football's going like the modern day manager has to coach so that's what I try and do and the way I do it is like so let's say I've got probably 22 21 players I've got I split them so I'll go seven seven we've got three coaches and me my assistant and the third coach and so I give them the responsibility of them because otherwise for me it's impossible do you know what I mean like especially with the age as well because we are key emphasis is obviously development we try and develop them and if that's just left to me I think it's not fair because it's not fair on the players mainly because I can't spend my time with 21 players whereas if we can like if we can mix it up I'll go I'll take the midfielders for example someone else take the attackers someone else take the defenders but you can give them a little bit of everything then and obviously I'll oversee it and on a match day and everything I'll give the tactics the team talk the encouragement but like day to day that's how we manage it so when you're giving advice like during a game is it like there there and then on the spot and you sort of expect um, yeah so we do a lot of at this age now they do a lot of um, opposition analysis so when we go into the game we'll have a game plan we'll think we know what they're going to do we'll watch we've got an analyst two analysts as well they'll watch two or three games I'll watch one game my other coach will watch one game then we'll meet and we'll discuss and go right this is what they do then us as coaches will go away and go right we're thinking about this and we'll come up with a game plan but that's obviously not always right like they might change something and for me as well in football especially and you might find it in boxing but there's not one moment that's exactly the same so you we're watching a game and you'll go right they're going to do this but that, that moment will never happen again so it's about trying to be as fluid as you can do you know what I mean so I always felt from my managers when I asked them something they just give me a clear answer that's what they want they want it clear it might not be right I'll say to them right you need to do this then do you know what I mean that's clear for them then they can do it and if it's not right then it's on me that's fine but yeah it's difficult right to always be right I think do you see football differently like do you interpret it differently now as a coach than yeah. you did as a, as yeah. a player yeah, you think definitely. you interpret it better now than when you're yeah. a player yeah this is one of the biggest learning for me from this year so I've only been coaching what seven months but one of the biggest things that I've been thinking is I wish I did like, all my badges before like when I'm 21, 22 because you see football differently Honestly, you see it completely differently. You see different pictures. And I was always like this. And, and every player will be different. But when I was a player, I just played. Do you know what I mean? Like, we had some tactical information. I liked tactical information. But apart from that, I just played my game. But then when you're a coach, like, you're trying to manage every moment and see different things. And one of my biggest things that I need to get better at is that ability to, like, zoom out and see, like, the whole pitch. Do you know what I mean? Like, whereas... I've got better at that, but at the moment, like I'm like, ball, where's the ball? What's happening around the ball? Yeah. Do you end up gravitating towards your position? Yeah. 
I've made a conscious effort to pay more attention to that. So my my plan for the the seven players that we we um, divide up is I'll have the midfielders first, but then I want to go and work with the defenders. Do you know what I mean? So we can get a little bit of everything. What about coaching them through just the pressure and that sort of the mental process? One thing I always say to the players, I'm big on intentions over outcome. So I want to see the right intentions always. And if I see the right intentions, then I'm never going to like take a player off or shout a player or criticize him because he's asking, he's doing, he's trying to do what I'm asking him to do. You know, sometimes like with the way the world's going, the way football's going, like people can get caught up in all this, you know, Pep's doing this, Mikel's doing this. But a lot of the things that they're doing is just basics. Like you have to push the basics all the time. It might be the same in boxing as well. I was going to say, I'm, I'll be in the gym, my amateur club on a, on a Sunday coaching. First of all, I'm like trying to not just coach the guys the way that I used to like to fight. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, it's got, that might not work for everyone. And especially being a pro doesn't work for an amateur yeah. as such. You don't want them to beat themselves up too much about, yeah. you know, as long as you're getting the process right. You do end do you up... gravitate towards the, like, the counter punch, the, the oh, hard yeah. punching counter? Yeah, I have to people like you. punch hard. They yeah. want to punch hard. I say, I say you know... They're like techie long southpaws. You're like, yeah, you yeah. go with someone else. So yeah. you, but, I mean, <laughs> maybe in football, there's always something that you start with, but, you know, you pick the pads up, it's always jab. Like, you have to do something, jab, and I go, no, again. I just want them to break my shoulder with yeah. the jab. So, yeah. Break your other shoulder. <laughs> that what Jack was saying there about there's other coaches and there's three of you for you, like, sounds similar to like what Shane does, Shane McGuigan, where he has like Pritchard in there as well and other people maybe doing S&C. So it's not too dissimilar. It's not just well, like one guy. No, it kind of, for me it was. So Shane was the coach and I, would, I wouldn't get any technical coaching from anyone else. Oh, really? So Pritchard would, he's an assistant coach, but he mm. would come and do the, the fitness, you know, yeah. or you'd have like a specialized S&C coach come mm. in and stuff like that. But even then they worked, obviously must be the same football. They worked underneath the, the head coach. In terms of being taught something, it was, it was usually just one person, mm. but it, you know, a, a trainer can decide to have as many fighters as he wants, but rarely would have more than like six or eight. Yeah, yeah. Whereas at a football club, obviously there's, yeah. there's a 40, 50 players there, mm. first team. Um, no, first team will have. Like first team and. Oh, first team and, and so academy. Well, I mean, in so in my phase, so I'm the under 18s head coach. We've got an under 21s head coach and a lead phase. So that's the, that's the phase, how they, they split it up. Yeah, the PDP phase, right? So we have like 60 players. Now 20 of them will be out on loan and then 40 of them, so the older ones are obviously with the 21s, 20 of them with me. Because you've got a full game, 90 minutes. Mm. It's a bit longer than a boxing match. It's not just you, it's a team. Yeah. Are you eyeing everyone else up? Are you trying to feed off each other? Do you mean energy? me as a player or as a coach? Player first. For player first, yeah. Definitely. I was quite different. Like, I was really, really, I tried to be really relaxed. And I went through spells, right? So I was quite superstitious. So I'd like, if something worked one week, I'd try and do that the next week. Do you know what I mean? Whether I was like really focused or I was listening to music, then I'd do that the next week. Or then if I had a bad game, I'd like, right, no more music. And yeah, I was, I was like trying to connect with the, my other teammates, but then literally everyone has their own little way. Like there'll be one who's blasting music. There'll be one with his headphones on, just not looking at anyone, not talking. But as a coach, I'm completely different. I'm nervous. I'm anxious. Probably an hour and a half before, no, two hours before a game, I'd, I'd do the, the, the game plan, give the team well, how we're going to press, how we're going to play out, whatever, whatever we're doing. And then I'll leave them till literally three minutes before we go out and I'll just get them all up, huddle. And, and try and get them going. Um, so do you try and pump players yeah. up about three minutes out yeah. from, from walking? The games feel different to one another. So like when I was boxing, it must have felt different if it's a world title fight than if it's sort of a comeback yes. fight. But also it's like a, everything is a must win and you must perform, you must look good. So you've, you, and you have to go through that 
um, routine every time the same. We had to nail it at least. Mm. Is that the same for you in football? So as a player, I couldn't really tell the difference. I couldn't let myself think about it. Like if we were playing in the League Cup against Bradford or we were playing Champions League against Barcelona. Like I was always one who had to prepare the same. I actually worked for Arsenal the year you won the Youth Cup. And we, yeah, where a, did you play? I was uh, I was left back. No, Tom Cruise was left back. I could name that whole team. <laughs> Tom Cruise actually. was actually yeah. left back. And he, uh, yeah, a guy called Tom Cruise was left back at Arsenal. But we were every, I, were, I was Sounds a club impossible. journalist, but we had to do one, <laughs> <laughs> we had to do one interview after, weren't allowed to interview you. Too big time. Well, too big name and you were like, really? what were you, 16, 17, something like that? Yeah. So it was always like, just done that, I feel Luke Ailing. Yeah. Luke Ailing, yeah. People like that and, Jill Sanu was up front yeah, yeah, yeah. but I remember that game two mil Jill we used to call him really, really yeah. cost two mil yeah. <laughs> I actually called because you played in the 10 right and he was up front Yeah, I called that in a report on the website the Jack and Jill combination oh nice you having that yeah I like that yeah, Jack and Jill but that first game <laughs> you played against Liverpool didn't you in the final that you yeah I scored in the first leg yeah penalty get that in yeah yeah remember yeah. that and then you beat it's him my away. last goal <laughs> but was that the first time you played it at the Emirates on the pitch no it was the first for some of those points. Yeah. And maybe yeah. the last. We used to play at the end of every season, like one game there. So I would have played the year before that one game. Played at Highbury as well. Like we used to do that throughout the whole academy. I don't know why I don't do it anymore. It was good. Yeah, it was good. So this big night that you're going to fight Torre in the final. Mm. Which manager would be your... Who do you want in the corner? George. Your track, you want George in there? Yeah. yeah. How much do you, you want for that? I'll do it. No, well, I'm getting 50 mil. So. Yeah. yeah. I'll have... Uh, give you 10%. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and where, what's the venue? It's got to be the Emirates, Emirates, isn't it? Would it be? It has to be the Emirates. No, no, we've never had fight there because Frank Warren always talks about doing it. Yeah. Let's talk about Yard and stuff like that. But there's never been a fight there since no. I think. Would you have your eye on a team that you know you're going to face in three weeks' time? Yeah. Or do you just... you Can I look at the game ahead of you? Well, it's hard as well, right? Because football's always on. Like you put TV on you know you, you're turning on the game but you're thinking right in two weeks I'm playing them you're always thinking like that and you're always watching it like it's a mad world it's a mad world football like because you're never out of it and then when you're a coach like it's even worse your mind don't switch off do you know what I mean like, like that carries on with you like whereas when you're a player okay it's hard to escape because you can turn TV on and you know Liverpool are playing Chelsea and you're playing one of them but also day to day you know, if it's a Tuesday afternoon and you finish training, you know you got the next day off. You can like relax, you can chill out. Whereas if you're a coach, you have to plan all that. Do you feel pressure on you as well because of who you are, especially at that club? Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. And I think people are watching, looking for you to. Sit yeah, up. people are looking, and you know what? I didn't even really think about this until we played Tottenham and we battered them, but we lost. And uh, obviously after the match, post-match interview and that, and then I read, the, I was reading the comments, which I never do. Like even when I was playing, yeah, never read, the comments. never read the comments. And I read them, and I was like, Dex probably right. Yeah, it's me. Yeah, <laughs> that was shit. Jack and Jill, we're still trying to. Yeah, yeah. And Jill, yeah. Yeah, so I read them, and I was like, oh, really? Like, yeah. So I wouldn't say that 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 makes me feel pressure, but there is a pressure to develop players for the first team. Mm. Pressure, mm. good. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. It helps you focus. Like, I always say it as a player, like people say, would you get nervous? And I'm like, yeah, a little bit. But I liked it because it makes you focus more. And, like, it may intensifies your focus, doesn't it? Like you want to do it really bad. Now, Deck, as a former fighter, you can imagine I still like to keep an eye on the fight game. I can imagine, mate. So do I, George. There's fights all across the world these days. Sometimes you just can't find anywhere to watch them. If only there was a solution that meant we had access to the biggest and best fights whenever we wanted to watch them. Well, Deck, there just might be. Ooh. With NordVPN, you can switch your virtual location to a country showing, like you said, the biggest and best sporting events around the world. Not only that, but you can stream your favourite TV shows at a drop of a hat too. Surely to watch the best live sporting events and my favourite TV shows, that's going to cost me a fortune. 
Well, NordVPN actually helps save some money. Does it? Not to mention your protection against cybercrime. You change your virtual location, sign up for a subscription service via other countries and pay a cheaper rate just for the price of one small coffee a month. But what about if I want to throw in the towel at any time? It's not a problem, Nick, right? Because NordVPN provides you with a risk-free... Risk-free? Risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. That's my kind of guarantee. Yes. Check out the link, nordvpn.com forward slash ggbc and get your subscription started today. Use that link and you'll receive huge discounts off NordVPN plan plus a bonus gift. Okay, that sounds like an unmissable deal, George, but I know you... I've you know, stitch me up in the past. Am I safe here? Because that could be the real knockout blow. <laughs> NordVPN is a one-stop shop for all things cybersecurity deck. It is incredibly easy to use, right? Otherwise, obviously, I couldn't use it. And with just one click, you're protected. You don't have to be a tech whiz. And with your NordVPN account, you can have up to six devices protected. I haven't got six devices, but if I did, I'd be buzzing about it. I mean, that's a Ronald Winky right guard there. Yeah, that really is. Nothing's getting through. So let me get this right. With NordVPN, I can watch live sporting events, the best in film and TV from countries around the world, all for the price of a measly little coffee a month, as well as being protected from hackers, malicious sites and pop-ups, which I hate. That is right. Nothing below the belt. Just make sure you use the link, nordvpn.com forward slash GGBC for that huge NordVPN plan discount plus a bonus gift. Talk about Saved by the Bell. You'll never have to miss anything ever again with NordVPN. So we got to do it. This is George's brainchild. This brand new, brand new little little feature. It's just a word association game, Jack. Very, very simple. Five words, boxing themed. So you know, and you got to imagine whoever this person is, what their answer could be. Okay. And if we can match them all up, then they, win, so like they can win fortune. a nice one. Well, they got to get five out of five. Yeah. yeah. Well, you you both got to hit the same. You got to hit the, the same answer. If they get four, maybe you get a poll. I'll say a word. You say the first word that pops in. To your brain. Okay, oh, Sophie. listen, Sophie. She introduced herself as Sophie. Good luck, Sophie. She's a um, big boxing fan. Let's win her a hoodie. Yeah. First word, sugar. Sugar Ray, something. Yes, that's Take all it. we need. One yeah. word, sugar Ray. Ray. Perfect. That's the name. Just sugar one Ray. word. Just oh, need okay. one word. Just one word. What did our listener say? And our listener said Ray. Yes, that one's right. Ray. Sugar Ray. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Could yeah. have been. You can. You got the answers as well. I think. Have I? I don't know. Word number two. We'll show him. Knock out. Knock down. Oh, dear. Oh, you hit the almost hit the post. It was is knocked it, down. Is it the beans? Same thing, isn't it? It knocked means down. the same thing. We got, we're going to carry on. We're going to see where, where we would have got. Uh, what did you say? Knock out? That's what I would have said. Yeah, I would have said knock out. Yeah. yeah. That's a stitch up for you, yeah. Jack. Sorry, mm-hmm. mate. So, uh, third word. Mouth. God. Mouth. God. Yes. Bosh. For Olympic. Champion. Olympic. Medal. Mm, that's Close. good. That's very good. It was Olympic medal. Mm. Ah. Right. And this one, last one. WBC. WB A. Yeah, I mean, that's the most famous that's what one. we're all saying, but. Yeah, George, What did you win, George? W, it, the answer was WBA. The oldest. I won the WBA. And the original, <laughs> and the one you won. So, what's the, is, is there a WBC? Yeah. It's WBC, well, WBA, that's WBA. The green, uh, that's WBU. the green and gold. That's the Tyson Fury one. Oh, at the okay. Moment. So, yeah, so unlucky listener. Yes, unlucky. Yeah, unlucky. Sorry, mate. You up. Do you know what we need as well for the big night? 
ring walk tune. I knew you were going to ask me this. Yeah. Had a think. I have, and I got nothing. Nothing. So I probably need some help. What track was listen to in the changing room before a big game at Arsenal? Anything that springs to mind? Remember the one, business. Business. Let me just check my Spotify. Yes. Yeah. yeah. See what I did there. Check Spotify. Who's it by? Tiesto. That's nice. I can see you shadow boxing at the top of the ramp. Oh, this one. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Very boxing. I, can I do like the um, David Hay one as well. Ain't no stopping. Hey, no yeah. stopping us. Yeah, yeah, that's a good it's one. It's probably on there. Can't, yeah, that is. You this, can't this have one, that. This, one, this one's better. So who picks the music in the 18s dressing room? Or do you have it? Music is terrible. Yes, we is do it? have it. Yeah. But you could imagine. It's like drill. Yeah, I could imagine yeah. what we're up to these days. When I was playing, like I actually, and it's so loud as well. That makes me <laughs> even older. Like, I have to walk out of the dressing room time. I'm thinking, Jesus, that's so loud. When I was playing, it was Olivier Giroud. And he was unbelievable, man. Best DJ I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. <laughs> You'd have a little bit of French like for the French lad Spanish and then it'd be like English a little bit of mix it was nice it's on the decks in the corner yeah. <laughs> what was yours George? Prodigy this has come out to the Prodigy Spitfire. Spitfire so when we had Dan Lawrenson your old s coach he said that the playlist should incrementally like rise up really it starts pretty chilled for the warm up and that and then by the time you get in towards fight time it gets a little bit heavier yes that's harder in football yeah we've got just bang 18 players to please didn't yeah. you so when you're in the dressing room you'd obviously have a play a certain playlist yeah i just had my playlist yeah um and it was the playlist that i had on in the gym but it wasn't always my playlist that was on in the gym how long before your fight would you get to the arena two hours was a sweet spot for when me. would you eat three four hours before I'd have a, a coffee in the changing room and a banana in case I needed something. How long before game were you eating? Yeah, pretty That's much. Be... I remember Wayne Rooney it's get, changed. getting hammered because on uh, for an early kickoff he was complaining about having to eat pasta and chicken at yeah. like 9am or whatever. Yeah, I, I didn't do that. Do you, do you have to cut up the oranges at half time? <laughs> Bring them in the Tupperware. Well, as a coach now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a great shout. I used to love that as a kid. Just a couple, last couple. What's the plan for you, Jack? Like, What's the big ambition? Do you want to be a manager? A lot of people ask me this and it's a tough question to answer, I think, because... Boxing's caught him. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's like, well, I've, still, I've got to win the British no title chance. first. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't know. Like, Because I do want to be a, a head coach or a manager, whatever you want to call it, somewhere. Um, but it has to be right. And just to say, yeah, I want to be a head coach, I want to be a manager, is a bit naive because it has to be right. It has to be a club that have players that match your playing style. There's no point in me going to a club who, who haven't got the players that, that want to play or whoever I want to play, whether that be long, short, I don't even know really. But you have to have a team and a club really as well that matches matches that ambition, right? And they want to trust a young coach, give them a bit of time. I'm, I'm very happy where I am at the moment, learning and testing different things, like seeing what works for me, seeing what, what style of coach I am. Um, and I'm in a good place to do that. So I'll, I'll, I'll see where that takes me and, and then wait for, for an opportunity. Question for both of you in closing. First for you, George. Do you find it hard when you're in the gym and someone can't do what you ask them to do? Sometimes I find it difficult where I feel like they're, just, they're not trying. Not listening. You know? mm. yeah, yeah. So if you say like quicker and it's not quicker, it's slower. It's like that. that's easy to understand. Yeah. yeah, throw it faster. But it's really nice when you get someone who's relatively... Um, new and you show them something and they get it off straight away yeah. it's really quite mm. sweet is that hard as well for you when you've got a player probably the same doesn't more, quite more around application right um, and then the other thing that I like to look at as well which I, I think is the best way in my opinion of coaching is and it takes time but you have to like really look at the players and like see their habits what's, what's in their nature like naturally because I always find like you know everyone goes well you need to be 100% every day you need to be at it and that's impossible right like no one's gonna be able to do that because 
you know, you wake up some days and you just can't be bothered, right? And you just wake up and you think, ah, it's one of them days. But I always find on them days, you revert back to your habits and your nature. And and as well, I think you have to have a little bit of a balanced hat on because as I said, some days not everyone's going to be at it. Jack, awesome, Jack. That was thanks so, so much Thanks, pleasure. Hey, thanks for having me. Really, really good. Love your uh, boxing insights. Yeah, I'm looking forward to um, the Emirates, you and your Spurs. Wilshire v Torre. Yeah, <laughs> you got to get Oh, if it's at the Emirates first. and you want me to wear Spurs, that's 100 mil. Yeah. <laughs> Change your contract. <laughs> make it happen. Yeah, let's right. make it happen. Lovely. How about that, Deck? How about Jack Wilshire? In the club, a central midfield linchpin, someone who can really get some intricate forward-thinking passes going for for this uh, rabble in this club, George. It was awesome. And it reminds me a bit of Ardan. You're the playmaker in this podcast. Like, you always, you hold it all together. The worrying thing is you, you turn into a bit of a Lampard and you're just, like, screamers from, like, 30 yards out. And then I'm just Hasselbank there, just wandering around. <laughs> We need to get him sparring. We need to get him in the gym. I can see sort of charity boxing on the horizon for him real soon. He said he wants to box Aaron Cresswell. So Aaron, if you're listening, which I'm pretty sure he is, he's called you out now, mate. You can't duck a retired footballer when you're still st- still going, Aaron Cresswell. So if you fancy it, maybe that could be our first ever live event, George. It could be Aaron Cresswell against Jack Wilshire at your call or something. I'm sure they could pack it out. Yep, you could do the MC and I'll do the timekeeping. Robert Smith will be up for it. He's part of the club. Uh, yeah, Robert Smith's up for it. Robert Smith wants to get back on this show, so we got to get him back on soon. He, Declan, is an elite club member. But if you ain't got a chance to get in the show, remind them how they can become an elite club member. You've got to get on your podcast app, whichever one, doesn't matter. There'll be a button that says follow. Press it. Couldn't be easier. One, it's, you move your finger or thumb a couple of centimetres, and just like that, you're an elite club member. And when you're on your phone as well, how can they get in touch with us on socials, George? All right, we are GG Boxing Club on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Um, you can email us, ggboxingclub at crowdnetwork.co.uk. So if you've got a little bit more of a long format uh, idea, if you've got a pitch for uh, a future guest, a future feature idea, even if you want to be involved. Sooner or later, we're going to start doing fan episodes. We want to hear the hardcore fans and explain yourselves then. Send us an email right now. And if you listen on Spotify, you may as well check out our playlist, The Ring Walk, which is bursting at the seams with bangers, including Jack Wilshire's entry. <sighs> What a playlist deck. Yeah, and I don't want to hear I don't want to hear anyone saying, How can I get the playlist? Because all you need to do is go on the, the tree of links, the link tree on the Twitter, and it's there. Yep, you got you got our link to the merch page if you want to get yourself kitted out. You want people to know, to see and recognise, be like, wow. If you want to avoid listening to something, like, I don't know, maybe adverts, then get yourself on Amazon Music. Amazon Music, that will play our episode ad-free. But speaking of adverts, this is kind of an advert because I'm about to say that there is new merch coming. To go with the hoodies, to go with the prints, to go with the bottles, there's going to be some new merch coming and it goes on your head. Deck, we are back on Monday with a how about that episode two big shows in the uk this weekend so we'll be running the rule over those another big week for the club and it's kicking off on monday 